Welcome to another episode of the Dropkick Basement. Um, my name, uh, the franchise or the architect or you know whatever dumb nickname I'm coming up with this week, Mike Madden. Um, and we are uh, we're here for another uh, very interesting episode with uh, with my two co-hosts uh, that I've got uh, on the other end of the line. I've got uh, the Certified Five, uh, Matt Geiger. Uh, Matt, tell the people uh, hello if you if you don't mind. Hello, I'm here, and I'm, as always, unprepared. <laughs> well, we, you, you're not a certified five for nothing. Um, and we've also got a, Just enough to get the job done. Yeah, we've got uh, Tommy Schultz joining us. Um, Tom, we didn't come up with a nickname for you yet, but, uh, but welcome back to the, uh, to the Dropkick Basement. Uh, it's great to be back. I, I will make sure that uh, we come up with a nickname pretty, pretty quickly because... Listen, I mean, unlike, I think... I think it, I think at this point it's safe to say that Tommy is another co-host on the podcast. Well, exactly. He's yeah. Not a guest. Oh, this is this is a three this is a three person. So that's why he needs a nickname. Yeah. Almost yeah, post-haste. Yeah, three-man show here. <laughs> we're, we're, I am. We're, uh, we're, you're the Drew McIntyre to my Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 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 Great. Oh boy. You're leaving me as some ginge that plays air guitar. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't as know long as the closest thing to a ginge, I guess. Yeah. I don't have yeah. any hair. Yeah, you definitely for sure have to be Heath. Yeah. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm corny as shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That works out. That works out. But, uh, but yeah, during our pre-production uh, meeting for this episode, we didn't, uh, we didn't settle on Tommy's nickname. But, you know, we've, uh, we've got time. Uh, now that, uh, Tommy is a regular contributor now with us to the, uh, to the dropkick basement. So, um, there are plenty of opportunities for you to, uh, to kind of stake your claim and, <laughs> and, uh, and certainly with an episode like this, uh, there's going to be a lot of ideas floating around and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, sort of mayhem, uh, that we're going to unleash on this one. So this was, uh, this was a mad idea. This is a crazy mad idea. This is finally something good that I brought to the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And Matt was Matt was dying to uh, to have a an episode where we did a snake draft. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the the idea came to me from uh, from an Instagram account that I've been watching, but it, they it's generally just two guys doing it. What they do, I and me and my me and one of my buddies from work started doing it too. Is um, they do like drafts of food that start with F, and I was like. This is a really cool idea, but if there's only two people, then it makes it pretty easy. Um, so, you know, I was like, what, what, what if we inher- in, like inherited this idea and took it and made it our thing uh, and elevated it? So, you know, a three-man show makes the draft more interesting. I agree. Yeah, I think it's uh, and it's a good concept. And again, like, um, so this was the, uh, the so the idea of doing a snake draft is that gets us uh, basically to the to the beginning of this. And then it was like, all right, what are we going to snake draft? Like, and we'll obviously in future episodes, we'll have more topics. But I, in my brain, I was like, I always wanted to like kind of mash up heel stables, right? And bring like uh, historic, like, you know, the 
the never before seen version of the four horsemen or the, you know, the NWO without all the fucking extra guys like Scott Norton in it. So, um, but I think we landed on a pretty good, uh, roster to choose from. And we're going to go with a, uh, a snake draft of ECW heels. Yes. Yeah, so we're basically forming our own faction made up of specifically um, original ECW roster and even more specifically heels from the ECW roster. Yes. Yes. You mean I can't pick the zombie? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. That, that, that's one of the rules. The uh, the WWECW is outlawed. What, what uh, was, yeah, I was going to say, what, what was that vampire guy's name? What was that? Oh, oh Kevin, Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne, yeah. Kevin Thorne with... Yeah, uh, like, you know, as much as, as much as I wanted Kevin Thorne. <laughs> listen, uh, who was the... He had that busty gal as the, uh, as the oh, valet Shelly, oh, right? yeah. I don't rem- I don't Shelly remember Martinez. what her name was and yeah she was Shelly Martinez everywhere else but where what the hell was her it wasn't like it, it had it was probably like like Vixen yeah or it's some corny like Elvira or yeah. or or something like that it might have been, been Elvira a, it could be could be I'll, I'll I'll think of it at the very end of the episode oh. I'll let you know what that yeah, is because because yeah. it's going to take me time to think um, but yeah the original ECW uh, the you know the 1993 to, to 2001 version um we'll rock with the uh with with what we've got there and uh and i think there's certainly some uh some great options so this is the other stipulation that we put in here is um so you, it's going to be five rounds and the five roster slots that you have to fill are uh one main eventer um one mid card or up and coming guy uh, a tag team, a gimmick wrestler, or like a wild card wrestler. Uh, I know ECW. That's that's pretty redundant to have a wild card in there because everybody was pretty wild. But um, and then the last thing you have to have a manager or a valet. Right. Yeah. So and the other the other part of that the wild card stipulation was, um, you know, like there's obvious guys who are not like a a, a gimmick like. Tommy Dreamer is not a gimmick, right. it, you know. Like RVD is not a gimmick. Jerry Lynn is not a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, yeah, you shouldn't have Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer is the only guy who was a uh, Tommy Dreamer, and I think we said Rey Mysterio are the only two guys. Yeah, those those two those two are for outlawed. sure ruled out. If there's yeah. if there's any question on whether or not uh, you know you want to challenge it, then then we can challenge it. We'll discuss it. and We'll make a team ruling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I was going to try to, uh, sneak in, uh, some, some tricky stuff, but I think I'll leave it. Okay. I'm not going to, not going to play any games today. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad you're not playing any games. We played enough games in the last episode. Um, which by the way, I I really did have some fun doing that. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the segment of, uh, WCW wrestler or, or porn star was, uh, that was a particularly fun one too <laughs> to go through. So. I mean, I'm I'm also I don't know if I should be embarrassed or embrace the the how well I did. Embrace it, embrace it. Uh, okay, all right. Um, so now, also, just to give the preface, we did uh, right before we started uh, recording, we did decide the draft order. Um, we wrote down a number between one and three, and whoever the odd man out was got the first pick. That wound up being Tommy. Yep. Um, and then I ceded to Michael on whether or not he wanted the second or third pick. Uh, and my guess is that Mike took the third pick based solely on the back-to-back pick from the snake draft. 
didn't even think about that, but uh, but I appreciate that you thought that I was uh, <laughs> using draft strategy when it comes to this shit. <laughs> My All draft right, strategy uh, was so basically like, I know the ECW roster. I think I'm going to make a good uh, a good team. So uh, let's just picture, <sighs> let's just imagine that Roger Goodell just got booted off the stage and the, and the draft <laughs> the draft stage is set. Uh, well, well hold on, with- hold on. The okay. All right. the commissioner of the draft should be Commissioner Todd Gordon. Yes, <laughs> that only makes sense, right? <laughs> uh, Although the crowd I, wouldn't I, be I, I, the ECW crowd wouldn't be booing him; they would be chanting "Todd is God." Although, yeah. is Todd Gordon going to be a mole and give you guys who I'm going to take number one overall? Oh, that's a great, that's yeah. a great well, question. Or, or is is Heyman going to fucking hijack the draft and run it himself? <laughs> draft insider Terry Taylor is uh, is waiting in the wings to, <laughs> to to share some of the inside uh, draft picks with. Oh, uh, and we do the WCW draft. Yeah, uh, Bill, Bill Alfonso in the back as Adam Scheffler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. All right, Tommy. Uh, All right. You get to kick off the draft with your uh, your number one pick. I got to be 100% honest right now. I am shitting bricks okay. because 1-1 <laughs> one, one is not only like, the, A, this is strategic. Mm-hmm. And I kind of didn't want to go 1-1 one, because one I, I, I wanted to kind of see where you guys were going to go. But yeah, it's, it's, it's whoever you too, take... Because, like, you could set the president of like if you want to draft a like a gimmicked stable, or yes. if you just want the best mm-hmm. guy. Now the thing yeah. is, also going one one overall, your pick gets fairly or unfairly criticized. Yes, based on who you take. True. So uh, I have two two options here, and I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go wild right out of the gimmick. Right out of the right out, I'm gonna go gimmick wild card right out of the box, one one overall. Mm-hmm. The loose cannon Brian Pillman. Oh, all right, okay. That's, okay, that was the first name I wrote down. That's excellent. I like Brian that Pillman. Pick. Any explanation yet, or are you? Well, uh, are you gonna okay. So for me, the gimmick wild card spot uh, was very thin in terms of people that I could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, that like came to mind in that category, and none of them are anybody that I wanted to draft. In, if all, in, in all honesty, and Pillman, to my knowledge, never actually had a match in ECW. And uh, the right? No, he did. Um, did he? It, so, and again, I'll, I'll go off on a tangent here. In late '94. They had so oh. there, there was a lawsuit with uh, ECW and WCW about um, I think it was like the Win Worlds Collide pay per view that WCW co promoted with AAA and okay. IWC and Win Worlds Collide was used earlier in the year by ECW for like one of their house shows and one of their home videos so uh, in order to avoid losing money to either side and of course Heyman a very litigious person to begin with. Um, so he does not mind taking you to court in those early days. Um, so as part oh, of the yeah. agreement to settle the suit, uh, Eric Bischoff said, well, you can have three guys from my, it, it's a weekend show that you're going to have in you know November or December. Uh, so he sent over Kevin Sullivan, uh, Sherry Martell and Brian Pillman. 
and it was, I believe it was a tag match. It was Pillman and Shane Douglas versus Two Cold Scorpio and Ron Simmons. Okay. That and, is uh, that is one hundred percent yes, that that's the actual match. I um I did some research on yeah. some of this stuff and that that did pop up. Yeah. So I was thinking more along the lines of when he left mm-hmm. WCW and popped up for yeah. a short stint threatening to pee in the ring. And he would have like it and if if not for that car accident, uh when he was getting ready to sign with WWF. Yeah. Um if not for that car accident that like messed up his his shattered his ankle again, he would have had a match, and they were they were building towards yeah. him and Shane, and you know, and and everything that went along with that. So uh, I'll allow it, like Tom, you know, he's top of the list for a reason. So in yeah, my he was, eyes, he was on the list. I think he was on all of our lists. So yeah, of course. In my eyes, the I mean, like he started it on his way out of WCW, like the loose cannon gimmick, but yeah. When he came through the crowd and he was cutting those promos, that's like the in like that's what I envision when I think of Pillman and ECW. And the reason I say he's a wild card, not not so much a gimmick, but more so a wild card, is that that what well that was his gimmick, mm-hmm. but yeah. you also in that stage of his career he was injured so he's not wrestling and you can have him as a mouthpiece yeah and one of the best mouthpieces that you could possibly have uh for a stable you oh, know abs- absolutely yeah absolutely. and to a certain extent that's what you got when he was with the heart foundation when you yes. signed with wwf he was more of the and again he was doing some color commentary but he was more of the you know guy that was like he would be the third on the promo after brett and after owen here comes Pillman and Pillman's got, you know, his, his, his feud that he was having or, or his heat that he wanted to build up. So it's an excellent pick. And I'm just going to put uh, a little note next to it that says WC for wildcard. So oh, sure. I'm going to do that as well. This brings us to uh, the second pick of the first round, which is uh young Matthew. What have you got for us? Okay. So, I'm going to make my pick. I want you guys to um, classify him for me just because I don't. No, 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 this is See? where I'm going to disallow it because Chris Jericho never worked heel in ECW. That is whoa, true. whoa, whoa! His short run, he was a he was a baby face only. Um, see now you're really, he was now he was really Lionheart Chris Jericho. He was here. yeah. I had a whole plan. You mm-hmm. guys go and ruin it. All right. So we're discounting Jericho. He's, he's, he was never Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho <laughs> is disqualified. That's fair. That's all right. That well, this is why it's open for discussion. Right now, so if I'm going to, he was definitely, he would have definitely been considered a mid Carter. Oh had yeah, yeah. He yeah. Had a heel run. right, but you, but now you understand why I was asking for you guys to to make the designation. And that's interesting. Um, is like he's he's your mid Carter plus he would like again he really fits in that like he's the like the quintessential if he had ever been a heel. He's the quintessential like up and comer because like yeah. he got to like that he won the television title, uh, but he only, he was only okay. in ECW for like you know five or six months anyway. So if even that long. Uh, God damn it! I feel like I can't take this guy either. Okay. Fuck. 
All right. Give you're it really sh- throwing me for a loop here. Give it a shot. Uh, you're not you're not going to let me take RVD, right? Yes, I will. Absolutely. Rob Van Dam was definitely okay. a... Fine. Yeah, when he started. Give me yeah. RVD. He's going to be my main eventer. Okay. That makes sense. So he's your main event um, guy. I, I, so... I will explain the direction that I want to go in. I just need a little, I just need to make a couple more picks before it actually makes sense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna seed <laughs> the explanation, and we're gonna go ahead. Mike, you're up with you. We'll, we'll go along pick. with this that. We'll yeah. go along with that. You have a you uh, have a plan. Right, that I have that I have a plan. <laughs> There's a method to your madness. Uh, Mike, right. you're up with the last pick in the first round, last? and then you're also gonna make the first pick in the second round. Well, let me before I even get to my uh, uh, my picks. What I will say about Rob Van Dam and about like heel Rob Van Dam in ECW, especially, was when he first like after the first few months he had the feud with Sabu where he was just smug and like he wasn't shaking his hand and um and then when they did when they got past the first pay per view and he had like that mid card match or that early card match with Lance Storm and he cut the promo afterwards. Join up with Bill Alfonso when Bill Alfonso turned on Taz. Like he's definitely got like you know strong like heel tendencies. I did forget about that. The uh, the Bill Alfonso with the with the whistle and oh yeah yeah. that whole gimmick. Yeah yeah yeah, cool cool. So speaking speaking of whistles, Um, it does it no it 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 for sure works in my favor that you guys agreed to that because otherwise I was gonna take fucking. <laughs> the first member of the FBI and just yeah, put the whole okay, back together. <laughs> but they didn't have a main event guy, so then you'd have to make up an Italian guy. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to I, find. I, I'm putting. I'm putting Guido in it. <laughs> Nobody's. <laughs> He's the main eventer. Nobody's qualifying Salvatore Belomo as the as the main event guy. All right. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. So my first pick of the first, my last pick of the first round. Uh, I'm going to pick Taz. Okay, main That's event. I'm assuming main event guy. Yeah, I thought about any scenario. I could have. I could have picked somebody else in there, uh, but Taz makes sense. Uh, ECW through and through. Uh, former tag team champion, uh, freaking world champ, TV champ, FTW champ. Um, came into his own in ECW. Had its greatest run as a as a pro wrestler in ECW. Mm-hmm. So he ticks all the boxes, plus, like, he's a badass. And for, um, you know, for again, for a time there, like, he might have been one of the best wrestlers in the United States while he was part of ECW. And really, like, nobody tapped out in pro wrestling before Taz. So that's that's why I, I give, oh, him, yeah, I give yeah. him his flowers. Um, my, my main exposure to ECW early in the early stages of it was watching a lot of Taz's stuff, and that, that's what got me drawn to ECW. So it's a really good pick. Could I also have picked him as my gimmick wrestler and snuck him in there like sneaky as like the Tasmaniac? The Tasmaniac? Absolutely could have. <laughs> yes, you absolutely I mean, could have. Bring out the face paint and take your shoes off. Um, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, my number – so the, the first pick of the second round, which is my number two yes. slot – I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go my tag team here and I'm going to pick the eliminators, Cronus and Saturn. Oh, you, because you stole one from me. Uh, and, and here's my brief explanations of why. Um, so Cronus and Saturn did the, uh, again, probably the, you know, the best fundamental tag team in ECW history could be, I mean, it could be argued that like there's a bunch of other teams that I don't want to say. 
uh, that could to give, to, to, kind of match that up with I, them. That, that I can yeah. that I can piggyback. <laughs> but you can you can certainly like break like if you know again if you if you're making this a heel stable, you can break off Perry Saturn as a singles guy if you need to. Cronus sucked. Really, <laughs> he was like kind of an athletic uh, athletic fat guy, but he wasn't really like uh, it was it was the Perry Saturn show. Um, but you can't do total elimination without uh, John Cronus coming over the top. So one of the most badass finishing moves, absolutely, yeah, of all time. Yeah, the first time I I saw it, I was like, these guys are awesome. Like they're they're one of a kind. Plus, like Taz and Saturn ran the ECW training school uh, when they started that up. So you got a connection. You got a my team has chemistry so far. So that's what I like. That's what I like. So uh, that brings us to Matt with your uh, your your second slot. Your uh, your pick two of round two. Hold on, I'm just writing down eliminators as your tag. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, now. It's not going to surprise you that I'm taking a manager with my second pick. Ooh, actually, it's going to surprise me. Okay, well, give me Paul Heyman. <laughs> give me Paulie dangerously. You son of a bitch. Yeah, and I, I thought I was going to be I able to take up, him. I locked up one of the most talented wrestlers all around as my main event guy and pair him with Paul Heyman. Not that RVD was bad on the mic by any means, but it's only going to enhance how mm-hmm. how good you know rvd could be in a main event not to mention Heyman's Heyman's got all the backstage stuff going on he's running segments and you know it it adds another it adds another um wrinkle to what my stable could do and and the trouble they could get into or the chaos that they could cause just by having that top tier manager running running the running the business you know running the business i i agree yeah Paulie was on my list. Just, I mean, yeah. This is the first red-handed thievery of the uh, of the draft. And <laughs> when I say Paulie, you know that you can't have him as Paul Heyman. He's Paulie yes. dangerously. He's got right, the cell phone. I'm he's getting Paulie dangerously. He's yes. got the, the cell phone exactly and the ponytail. <laughs> That's what I want. I want the ponytail coming through the forward the forward brim. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Quintessential. Quintessential. Lock it up. So, all, all right, right. Tom, Tommy's going to make the last pick in the second, first pick in the third. All right. All right. So really threw me for a loop here. Um, I'm definitely going to wait until round number five to take a main eventer, being that you both already took one. Snuck a few. So right. there's no need to take a main eventer until then now. <clears throat> there is, I would say the most glaring omission of this draft so far could be taken here. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how they fit into what I was trying to build. I was really, I was assuming that I was going to get the eliminators because I, I mean, you know what? Fuck it. Dudley's. Okay. All right. The Dudley's. The I mean, Dudley's. That's the most decorated tag team. That's a good pick to pair with Brian Pillman. The most decorated tag team in ECW, and for that matter, in maybe all of pro wrestling ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about heat? (laughs) I was going to say, like, oh my (laughs) god, ECW, Bubba, yeah, get (laughs) some heat. And I mean, right now, standing on the turnbuckle. 
Yeah, just go ahead, Mike. Um, no, I'm I'm I, I'm predicting a riot like this. Yeah, somebody's gonna jump a railing with Pillman and the Dudleys oh, yeah. together. Like that's yeah. Um, Paulie better have his insurance I mean, paid up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, between between Pillman going off on his crazy rants and and Bubba Ray standing in, in the corner turnbuckle talking about how he's gonna pound out somebody's mom after mm-hmm. the show or something. <laughs> yeah. That's that. You listen. If you have your 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 stable's name is gonna be what? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, duck. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the chairs. Uh, all right. Yeah. No, listen, and, and and like you said, you're getting you're getting one of the best tag teams of all time and pride and the best tag team un, un, unarguably in all of ECW history. Yeah, I agree. And and yeah. and it should never be said that the uh the true legends of ECW are uh Chubby Dudley and Dancers with Dudley, right? Yeah. Those I are mean, those are the those are the Dudleys, are the Dudleys that you it. picked, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Not Bubba and Devon. Now, was, now, no. well, well, now that's a good question. Do you get all of the Dudleys? I'd, were they were the, were, were those Dudleys really heel? Were, what were those? Dudleys? <laughs> yeah. I think those were like, the gimmick. Are, those the gimmicks. Are, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, are you getting are you getting Spike Big Dick? Like, you know what I mean? Well, well, I guess because it's a tag team. No, but Big Dick would definitely be thrown into that. Sure, that, yeah. I don't think yeah, we have to worry Dudley about any of us drafting dances with Dudleys. And Spike Dudley was never... Spike Dudley goes on the list. Matt, you're not allowed to take Spike Dudley because he was never a heel nope. in ECW. Right, he was right. always that uh, that, that lawn dart. Well, listen, you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about me taking Spike Dudley, um, you know. I there's also there's also no way for me to reference anything we've talked about in prior podcasts. I, well, I was go, I was going that. to say like in in a in a past episode you said historically that you wanted Butterbean versus Spike Dudley in WrestleMania 2000 <laughs> in the finals well, of a also, brawl. To be fair, I, the only oh mentioning God, we're going to get somebody that. that I brought up in every podcast is Spike Dudley. This is the only mention that we're going to get. No, is is now I, I can't take tests because he was never. <laughs> If we do the draft of the (laughs) WWE ECW, then uh, Tess would be your number one. At first, I thought thought all of those people were going to be included. And I was like, oh, man, who's who's, who's going? (laughs) Who's picking picking Bob Holly? Uh, That would have... That would have put it in shambles for me because I would have, <laughs> it would have been terrible. Yeah, it would have been a whole team of Spike Dudleys and, <laughs> All right, and Tommy, tests. Tommy, uh, All right, yeah. first pick. First pick, third round. <laughs> yeah. All right, so like I said, I'm definitely not going to take a main eventer until the last round. So right now we're between mid-carter and, ger- and uh, a manager, mm-hmm. and I think that just to have some continuity, uh, I'm going to go manager here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Joel. They call oh. him Fred Flintstone because he makes your mama's bedrock Gertner. <laughs> Joel Gertner. I uh, mean, it also doubles as a ring announcer, which is always great. Uh, yeah, that that it goes without saying that. Like, maybe I mean, I mean, yeah. Having having your stable having their own ring announcer it just elevates it even more too. Yeah. Yeah. And just like a chubby guy with an open tuxedo jacket and <laughs> a neck brace, a fur with neck, a bow a tie on it. Brace. Yeah, he's. I mean, Joel Gertner is one of the funniest human beings on the planet, and 
pairing him with the original pairing that he had with the Dudleys as their, like, I guess, ring announcer slash manager kind of. I mean, oh, he was, yeah, was part there, of the entourage and everything. Yeah, he's part of the yeah. entourage. I would consider him a manager. Um, he, yeah, he, he fits that. That definitely fits that. Um, and Craig's Havoc at ringside. And, I mean, you already had him, I mean, in the, in, uh, the actual incarnation of ECW. Mm-hmm. He's with the Dudley. So pairing them together, I think, is a good fit. And now you have two, you have a little bit of uh, comedic uh, levity for the, the two very serious uh, promos that you get from the Dudleys and Pillman. Well, right now, like, in, and even just by default, you've got a guy that takes your bumps. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In Gertner, like that's you know, and that and that that really like that rings true. Like that's the type of thing that that you need. Um, you need somebody that's going to allow themselves to be steamrolled when all hell breaks loose. And Gertner, Gertner ends up being that guy, and that's 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 a very savvy choice. So uh, we have to we have to yeah, match. It, 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 it for sure adds a uh, it that pick does add a, a certain uh, extra to it, like you said, because. Pillman's not going to take those wild spots on the outside, as, you know, or you have the ability to add, you know, some ruckus on the outside of the ring while, while a match is going on by adding greater too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So I'm, um, I'm up in the third round. Yes, sir. Oh boy. All right. I'm going to take, this is tough. Um, all right. So based on the, the idea that I have the main the main event and and my manager and based on the manager that I have, mm-hmm. uh, my tag team could let their their in ring performance do the talking for them and then have Heyman there to back it up with his voice. Give me Chris Candido and Lance Storm. Oh, 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 oh. all right. They Once, they were tag team champs. Yes, they were. Um, they, they, they work, they work phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenally. I, if I could get that word out in the ring together, they're, they're two of the most technically safe wrestlers that, that, that are available in the tag team division. Um, and like I said, you, you pair them with Heyman, you let Heyman, you know, start all the, start all the beef and, and, and do all the talking. And then when, when they get in the ring, you're just getting nothing but, uh, fluid tag team wrestling, great, you know, great transitions and, and really good matches. Mm-hmm. And then Heyman could do all the wonky stuff on the outside, look like, you know, like, like Tommy gets with Gertner. He might not take a spot, but he could cause distractions out there and, and, you know, we could lead to some, some, uh, funky finishes and stuff. I'm just, I'm imagining a world where Paulie was managing Chris Candido. Um, and that's the type of thing <laughs> that's like, <laughs> I, I never thought like that that works for me. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> I mean, it's been said before that if Chris Candido was six inches taller, he would have been the biggest star in exactly. the Exactly. Yeah. He's one of the most underrated guys. And you <sighs> and you stole Landstorm from me, by the way. Okay. Um, so this listen, is the I question I that doing. I had. Mm, when you yeah. when you pick a tag team who are two who are not necessarily known solely as a tag team, mm-hmm. but are two individual wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That now wipes them off the board from any other category. Yeah, exactly. As well, they, right? Yeah, they okay. can't I can't now like or nobody could pick like Perry Saturn as their up and comer or you Got can't it. pick right, Lance right. or Chris. So, so. I, I that was also why I strategically did that. Uh in, in similarity to how Mike 
to how Mike said that, you know, he could use Perry Saturn in, uh, in some singles matches. I can now use both of those guys in mm-hmm. some singles matches. Yep. Uh, and yep. then I still have my, I still have my other two picks for wild cord and, and mid cord. Um, God damn. so yeah, I mean, um, I guess you could call me the Miz because I came to play. <laughs> I, I also, I'm I'm kind of. Uh, 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 he was also a former no, uh, WWE ECW guy. Um, but yeah, RVD, Candido, and Storm in a six man tag is that's that's I'm salivating over that one too. It's a lot of shit eating stuff. All right, um, good pick, good pick, and you're you're playing a very good strategy of uh, keeping guys away. In that middle spot. So I've got two in a row. Um, I'm going to write down a prediction here because I want, I, I just, I have a feeling that Mike's going to take this guy. And I, uh, I'm just going to, I just wanted to write it down to confirm because I know Mike so well. Mm-hmm. Cause so you have your main event just, guy. You have your tag. Just to guy. recap, you have Taz. I've got that. Yeah. I've got Taz and the eliminators. Um, okay. I think I may know where you're going to. So, Tommy, write it down and show me. I'll tell you if, if we if we both have okay, the same yeah. answer. <laughs> uh, the boy, like this, this is making me making me brain sweat because I'm thinking of a lot of guys. All right, I'm going with my. Uh, I'm going to take my up and comer mid card guy, Dean Malenko. Yeah, go for it, Dean Malenko. Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's not who I thought it that's was. That's not who I thought either. Tommy, show me what you wrote down. I'm not going to show you yet because I don't want to give you any picks. I, I don't think I can <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the guy that I wrote down. So Dean Malenko, you, uh, you, you no, can you know pick what? the guy that I wrote down. I, I can, and I'm, I'm going to. Okay. So then I'm not going to show you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. So yeah, Dean Malenko uh, for a guy that was really only known in Japan. Uh, came into ECW in in '94, uh, traded the the ECW television title back and forth with Taz, traded it back and forth with Eddie Guerrero, had that Iceman persona, um, and definitely like set himself apart. So he's not like a he wasn't one of the wild guys in ECW. He wasn't one of the the the, the high spot guys, um, but certainly like helped put ECW on the map as a technical wrestler, but also like, because he didn't talk because he was silent. Like he's not over as a baby face. Cause he's not a catchphrase guy. He's never been like uh tremendous on the mic. He fits with Taz extremely well. And with, uh, I, but right now, like I've got a shooter team. Um, and, and definitely uh, that will dovetail into my next pick. Um, well, you're so you're gonna go manager here, right? Because you no, need sir. somebody to speak for these guys. No, sir. No, I'm waiting. You're going wild card. I'm waiting. I'm going. My, I'm going my wild card gimmick wrestler, and that's nine one one. Okay. Who he was, had to go was originally Paulie's uh, heavy, so Paulie yeah. got himself yeah, in trouble. Nine one one comes out, choke slams everybody in the building. Technically, you could say like he was probably as over as anybody else, but also like I think started off definitely as a big heel because he was throwing Mikey Whitberg around and um and he works as a wild card just because yeah he's never going to touch like anything in the main event he's never going to be like he's not technically sound he's he's a wild card and he's a gimmick 
compared to everybody else on my team who is certainly not gimmicks and who are yeah. uh, who are straight shooters and nine one one. And again, like Taz gets himself in a little bit of trouble. He can he can beg off and nine one one's right there to to kind of stand in his way and and block that. Yeah, same thing with Malenko. Type of role for you too. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Malenko and and. That's a really good pick, considering I didn't even think about that that uh, that little wrinkle in it of um, having the two smaller guys that rely on some heavy backup. Almost, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to bring up the reference that I was going to mm-hmm. because I hate it after I thought about it for a second. <laughs> but that's a really really good pick. All right. So I would say like yours um, is the most cohesive thus far. I think so. I think everybody in my everybody in my stable would probably get along. In terms of just okay. it just it, it 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 makes sense. They seem friendly. Everybody, yeah, everybody's yeah, no, well. Yeah. I mean, they're they're all heels and they shouldn't be, but they also seem like like yours. Mike's Mike's team seems the most um, most uh, reasonable to actually have been a faction. Yeah, yeah, and it almost yeah. has like a gimmick to it. Yeah, in yeah, a way. exactly. Like we've, yeah. we've we've got real athletes. Wait till you see who I pick as a manager because I got one. Um, I got one written down right here, but. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I I I, wrote, I also wrote down who I think you're going to take as a manager, but uh, okay. we'll talk about that when we get that pick. Good. Um, I'm going to take the guy that Tommy thinks he was going to be able to get as my mid quarter. Give me Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think that for what I'm doing with these with these like fundamentally safe and like and top tier level wrestlers, mm-hmm. it only made sense to add a guy like Jerry Lynn. <sighs> yeah. And Jerry Lynn was he was a heel getting, towards the end of the ECW run when he uh I'd be getting some banger matches too. Yeah, he called himself the new F and show. Yep. Uh and he actually was a pretty decent heel. Yeah, I mean I, I don't have I don't have much explanation for that except that uh he fits what what I'm looking to do and I stole him from Tommy. And I I do like the idea of him eventually like breaking off from your faction and feuding with Van Dam, obviously that has to happen at some point. So Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn and Paulie. I 100% was thinking of taking Jerry Lynn. And as you, as Mike was talking, I kind of decided to take a hard, hard right because I just kind of came up with an idea for this whole thing. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, Jerry Lynn, great pick. All right. Tommy, you've got uh, you close out round four and start round five. So this will be the end of your. Uh, All right. So yeah, th- this is this is the end of me. I had I had a few different ideas going in, and maybe we can talk about this once with once it's all over. Mm-hmm. But now seeing where I've gone with Pillman as the wild card, Dudley's as the tag, and Gertner as the manager. Why not just make this an absolute faction of nuts and crazy people and give me fucking New Jack, baby? <laughs> God damn it! I thought I was gonna get him last. So New New, new Jack is your gimmick. He's My mid Carter. Oh, he's your mid Carter. Your up and comer is New Jack. Holy New shit. Jack is a, is for sure a mid card guy. <laughs> yeah. Let me you're, just you're tell right. you. He had, he okay. never graced Tommy. the 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 main event. Tommy, I just want to say, I, uh, I I was trying to wait until the last round to get him, and and I deserve what I got there. Um, but <laughs> I've met New Jack in person at a live podcast. Oh yeah, and in the middle of in the middle of a live podcast that was being recorded 
both with audio and video, he pulled out his phone and showed me a video of Terry Reynolds sucking his dick while he was blading her. Oh, jeez. What a, like he's <laughs> he is if, if you you he is the definition of a wild card. I was afraid at any given time that he was going to bash me over the head of the chair. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've had the the uh, pleasure of meeting him as well. Quite a guy. I'll just say that. <laughs> Quite a guy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But, yes. R.I.P. New Jack. <laughs> but man, I mean. Man. Um, he fits I know that, that I know Jesus that you're Christ. saying wild card gimmick, and I would say yeah, of a hundred percent. But at the same time, when I think mid Carter, I just think of guys who never going for titles. Mm-hmm. Yep, never, never, uh, really. I mean, he he was in like main events of uh, multi man matches, but he was yeah. never main eventing shows. Oh no, no, there right. was never like a yeah, there was never like a, a new Jack title hunt other than like the tag titles and yeah, and with, again we're with Mustafa we're yeah. establishing that he doesn't have Mustafa here, so it would be yeah, yeah, uh, new Jack. But I was also, I was to me the mm-hmm. um, go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say like I, I was almost worried that Jack wasn't even going to make it into this draft because um, there's dwindling amount of spots, so I'm I'm glad he made it. Yeah, I mean, I what, mean, you have you have two. Once I saw both of you guys are going, once once I saw you guys are going heavy, uh, like in ring work guys, I I just figured we have to go. I have to take a hard right and go completely the opposite. I go maniacs. But it still also makes sense. (laughs) I think he fits in with them. Yeah, everybody's everybody's getting arrested in your group. Everybody's. Uh, he he would not have fit in with my group at all. <laughs> <laughs> like not. There's no sense of. Like, there's no way you can describe how he fits into my group. <laughs> uh, well, he fits in your your group with like varying amounts of drugs. I I'll, I'll be honest yeah. with you. You know, think he could smoke some weed with with RVD and take a few pills with Candido and whatever the fuck Paulie's on. Um, but yeah, certainly like. A, <laughs> Tommy's team handcuffs oh. with this uh with this this stable. Um Handcuff, handcuffs and handguns. That's your stable thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm dying to hear who your main event guy is. And I, th- I mean this literally just came to me after taking New Jack. But the idea of having all of these people who are completely out of their minds mm-hmm. led by the anti-hardcore Cactus Jack. <laughs> I knew you were Come going. Come on. I knew for sure you were going. Money, to- baby. Money. <laughs> once, once. Oh. And then and then you have you have you have the Jack and Jack attack that you can <laughs> randomly throw in mid- main event tag teams. <laughs> and that I oh. listen, that that rounds your team out so well. Like it's, I'm yeah. thoroughly impressed with that yeah. team. It's, it really came to me as I was going along, but I mean, I that was it was either Pillman or Cactus Jack as my one one overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't know where to go if I took Cactus Jack first. I didn't know where to where what was going to happen from there. Yeah, it's hard to build a team with him first. It's easier to work backwards to him. See, seeing that there were so many main event uh, main eventers that I had like very high up, mm-hmm. 
um, still on the board after you guys took your your main eventers. Um, I, I, it kind of just all fell into place. And in my opinion, it, the work in ECW that he did was that's the best of his career. Yeah, yeah, that's and boy, I'm just again, I'm 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 just staring at it. And I'm thinking of scenarios where. Joel Gertner's got to deal with New Jack and Cactus Jack at the same time. And like almost Cactus, yeah. almost Jack, Cactus Jack is like, he's ready to drive everybody home after like after yeah. a wild night of, of pro wrestling, like where everybody's jumping the railing. And then like, here comes good old anti-hardcore Cactus Jack where he's like, yeah, you see him, you see him come out with clean shaven in a suit <laughs> with the ECW title over his shoulders. And he's got this this band of buffoons behind them. It's <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just picture I just picture the station wagon pulling yeah. up. But yeah, that, that's exactly it's, uh, it's just yeah. barreling out. <laughs> Some wild right, that's um, wild stuff. I actually I've 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 flip flopped my last pick, which is my my um my wild quarter up and comer. Um I I I flip flop back back and forth for a while, but I finally settled on somebody that makes sense. Mm. This would be my up and comer, um, but he also just happens to be a wild card. Okay. Give me Rhino. Oh, okay. And I think he does fit. I think he fits well into this stable as like an enforcer role, where you know, the, you know, RVD is about to get pinned, and there's a big finish about to happen, and just out of nowhere, Rhino comes and gores somebody in the middle of the ring to prevent that from happening. Um, he he's reliable in being able to put a match together, and 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 he I think he kind of gives it a very well rounded feel to what to what I was trying to do. He might not be the most technically safe wrestler, or techni technically fundamental wrestler, but for what he for what he's actually what he actually does, I think he does work well. Yeah, I think Rhino works real well with this group because he he's your heavy, right? Um, Paulie does all his right. talking for him, so actually you can get like a sign a silent Rhino who's just like. You know, pulling on his hair and, and you know all he says is gore and 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 all the other stuff. Right. That, well, that's where the danger effect, uh, the, the danger factor, and and uh, the the wild card factor work in. Like it's like almost like Paulie has found a way to wrangle him in, and only mm -hmm. when he un unleashes Rhino is when you like really see how bad it can get. No doubt about it. And Rhino is one of those guys right, that um, kind of fit into multiple categories. Like he could have been mid Carter. Mm -hmm. I mean, towards the end of the ECW run, he was, you could you consider him a sure main, main eventer. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So. There's, yeah. Well, and that, that, that's also what made this, like, doing this one specifically as the first one kind of made it um, a little more interesting was there's so many people that could have fit into multiple categories, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a very small, um, in terms of, like, if you think of uh, the other companies, ECW, what you think of is a, a much smaller uh, roster size than like everybody else so like really trying to put these people in certain categories is, is a little bit more difficult because everyone kind of played their own role in each level oh yeah so you can make yeah. an argument for for them oh, yeah. being anywhere really Right, and it's not like you're trying to shoehorn Golga into like your, your you know your TV time or anything. You know what I mean? Odd <laughs> that your brain went to Golga, but uh, uh, I mean I, I couldn't think of the really tall guy's name because the ja not the jackal. Um, the giant Silva, Kurgan. Yeah. yeah, 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 giant Kurgan, Silva and Kurgan. Kurgan, Kurgan yeah. the interrogator. Um, well, so speaking of uh. Uh, the Jackal, Mike, go ahead and make your pick of Cyrus the Virus as your manager. I'm not going to. 
Just just when I, you well, think I was wrong. Just and, I've been wrong twice. Yeah, I, I'm going uh, Nancy Sullivan, woman. Ooh, good pick. Woman as your Alfonso. your valet, your <clears throat> you know your corruptible manager. Yeah, I mean, I, right now being as is, it is the last part. Yes, I did. I did think like Cyrus the virus, Don Callis is definitely like he's tailor made for this group of guys. I could have had the sexiest man on earth, Jason, uh, as part of it. But I think woman, uh, <laughs> extremely underrated when it came to the history of ECW, like, um, huge in that Sandman angle with, uh, with Tommy dreamer, huge in the, uh, the, when the Sandman finally took the heavyweight title off of Shane Douglas and manipulated Shane Douglas and, uh, the feud of cactus Jack, like she's, she's very good with, with stuff like this. She managed Taz in the past. But yeah, she's gonna get shooter Taz, uh, and she's gonna get she's gonna have to do all the talking for Dean Malenko and probably for the Eliminators too. But I think she's up for the task. Nine one one is perfect for for woman. Woman gets into yeah. a little bit of trouble. Here comes nine one one to like you know break it apart or to stand in front of the person who's going after woman. Uh, she had a manage she had a, a her own like bodyguard in um. In WCW, when she first came on the scene, it was uh, Big Sky or Nitro or whatever they called them. Uh, Nitron is what they called them, and that's that's how I see like nine one one fitting in with that. Um, and then as Taz gets more confidence and he's more of a main event guy, obviously like he can more branch off on his own. But uh, woman woman makes total sense to me. Um, my only other thought would would be to to dust off the relic that is. Uh, Hunter Q. Robinson. Um, if anybody saw ECW from like ninety three, ninety four, um, he was a like a very like nebbish, uh, uh, you know, kind of effeminate uh, manager before Jason was was there. Uh, he was hanging around, but uh, but I think yeah, I think as far as like trying to compete with your rosters, I, it only makes sense to have women there. That's a good uh, point. yeah, no, no, yeah, I totally agree. Um, that like. It, you actually caught me off guard with that because mm -hmm. uh, your explanation makes sense, but it's definitely a pick that I didn't see you making. Um, now, with that being said, we're, we'll go over the full rosters for each, but um, I just wanted to go through some notably omitted people from factions. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And now that they're not in factions, I kind of look at it and I like the way that the roster in total looks. Um, so Chris Benoit omitted from, from rosters. Um, Eddie Guerrero, Mike Awesome, Sandman, Steve Austin, mm. Public Enemy, yeah. Raven. Um, that surprises he, uh, me. Malenko got drafted. I'm I'm surprised that that Raven didn't get picked by one of us. I was close to taking Raven and Richards as my tag team, but <laughs> once I saw wow. once I saw everything taking shape, it, yeah. it didn't make any sense for mm -hmm. me. Um, also, you have guys like Sabu. Uh, Conan, Juventud Guerrero, Psychosis, Shane Douglas, Tajiri, um, Douglas like is, we said earlier. Douglas is another guy that uh, yeah. you'd probably be surprised that uh, that I don't have Shane Douglas on my list. My yeah, my three yeah. main eventers to choose from were Cactus Jack, Raven, or Shane Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Those were those were my top three, and I, I mean, of course, you have others, but those were the three that I was hoping to get. And mm -hmm. I, right, think, um, I think I so think a, a real a real big omission in the mid card is uh, Bam Bam. 
Yeah. yeah. Or a main yeah. event, like Bam 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 Top Guy. Yeah. I don't even, I yeah. didn't even write him down. I saw him. Gets and a little fuzzy. But... Oh, yeah. all, we also left off Simon Diamond. <laughs> he didn't make it. No, what a shame. Um, or uh, oh, Justin Credible. Road, roadkill. 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 Yeah. Angry Amish Roadkill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so. So now that we have all three stables, um, Tommy, you had the first overall pick. So let's see, uh, go through your roster, and, and you know we'll give it a final run through. All right, so I'll just go in order of like main event to so main event Cactus Jack, uh, tag team Dudley Boys, mid card New Jack, manager Joel Gertner, and uh, wild card Brian Pillman. Wild card Brian Pillman, yeah. Yeah. So the the one thing that I didn't even think to look at was the um, the unique dynamic that a six man tag would have with Cactus Shack and the Dudleys. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. The amount the amount of destruction that they could do in an ECW style six man tag would just be unreal. Or New Jack and the Dudleys. In New Jack and the Dudleys. Yeah. yeah. Have oh my all, god. Have all the somebody's furniture bolted their, down. Somebody's getting their face <laughs> stapled to a table. Yeah. They're getting their face stable to a table. It's going to be lit on fire, and then New Jack's going to jump off the top of the building through it. Yeah. Also, yeah, like and, and and tase them once they're on the ground. Yeah. One of the most underrated parts about Tommy's faction is, I think, at a certain at a certain point, everybody's going to fight each other. Oh um, yeah, a hundred percent. Pillman and I cannot wait for New Jack to do like the uh, the gimmick where he like dances <laughs> with with the uh, the crutch, hits the guy in the nuts. And Joel Gertner does the little dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does his little dance when it happens. That's that's what I'm looking forward to most out of all of it. Because New Jack uh, uh, historically re- had a run-in with Pillman backstage. Uh, Cactus Jack has always said that Bubba Ray Dudley is a bootleg Cactus Jack. <laughs> and uh, I, I think... Uh, I think... Well, didn't... No, New Jack... Oh, New Jack wrestled against... Devon Dudley in the mass transit incident. Oh yes, um, yeah. The mass. Oh boy. By the way, nobody had that. Mass- would have been a good gimmick to take. It was Ma- mass, mass transit? transit. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, oh, my God. Matt, steer us steer us away from this. Tell us your uh, your stable. Okay. <laughs> so um, my main event guy RVD, uh, my tag team Candido and Lance Storm, mid card Jerry Lynn. Wild card Rhino and wrangling all together my manager slash uh, voice box Paul E dangerously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough team to beat. I'm I'm very surprised I did this well. I had no idea what I wanted to do going in, and I think that inevitably me taking the second pick helped me get to this point. Um, and it's usually not like me to go with this type of team. Usually, I'm I would go gimmick heavy, especially with ECW. And throw together a bunch of schmucks. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, my, my main event could have been it's super crazy. You know no, what I mean? it, like, it could be argued that you have three main, you have three big potential main event, or three guys that actually ended oh, yeah. up main eventers in ECW Rob yeah. Van Dam, Jerry Lynn, um, Rhino. So. Uh, and I'm very, I, I, was, I was very, very happy with the way this came out. And, um, you know, rather rather than do my normal shtick and, and try to be the funny guy, like I actually, like, I went into it as like, how do I make this actually work and look good on TV? Oh so. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. And again, you stole Paulie. Imagine Paulie running my stable. Anyway, uh, my state, <laughs> my stable of guys. Uh, main eventer is Taz. Uh, the tag team is the Eliminators. Uh, my mid Carter is uh, the Shooter Dean Malenko. 
wildcard nine one one and uh, in charge of of this uh, stable of elite athletes is woman. Um, hey Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, quick, quick question here. Um, did you intentionally not take anybody over six feet tall? <laughs> well, nine one one. Nine one one. Nine one one was he's the tallest guy in. Uh, he's six eight. <laughs> I mean, that like, really gives him like that. Right, that it makes adds it look to his that credibility. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I, think, I just think Mike has a little bit of a Napoleon complex. Uh, of course, I do. I'm the short. I'm the shortest. I'm the shortest man on the show. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> no, I think um, well, John Cronus was like six feet tall. So, uh, yeah, and he, he was a decent size. He he counts, and his belly was pretty fat. So, um, so there you go. That's the. Uh, that's the ECW snake draft. Anybody uh, that listens to the show, you, you the listeners at home, um, you can certainly uh, enhance your appreciation of the picks that we made. And uh, the the best way to do that is in the poll section uh, on the actual uh, the podcast. You'll see towards the bottom on Spotify, there will be a poll that has um, you know who ha- who who won this draft, and you know you can you can select. Whoever you thought did the best, we've done that in the past with uh, with our uh, WrestleMania we're not rebooking. Counting, we're not counting the votes that we're going to use to vote for ourselves. No, for that, oh, so. for sure, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to hold it against you guys to uh, to not vote for yourselves. But also, uh, the other way to interact with us and follow us is uh, through Twitter. Um, you can follow the show uh, and see midweek postings and and different types of chicanery and pictures that I put up on the. Uh, on the World Wide Web, uh, you can follow us at DKickBasement uh, on Twitter. So, uh, so definitely start following that and uh, and look for updates and future episodes. Uh, we are back in a couple of weeks with a uh, with a brand new episode. Uh, again, I want to thank my uh, my co-hosts uh, Matt Geiger, the Certified Five, and uh, that's me. The the aforementioned un. Uh, the unnicknamed, maybe we'll just call you No Gimmicks Needed, Tommy Schultz. Ooh, don't mind it. Yeah, don't mind it. It's right all. out of Chris Candido's handbook. So, uh, No Gimmicks no Needed, gimmick Tommy Schultz. No Gimmicks Needed, Tommy Schultz. Um, this is uh, the franchise. Oh, Shane Douglas, the franchise. This is the franchise, Mike Madden. Uh, <laughs> triple and, threat. The triple threat, baby. Tri- we are the triple threat of, uh, of threats. So, um, we will uh, we'll check you guys out uh, in the next episode. Have a great night.